On today's Exploring History podcast, I'll share some great stories that show why we have every reason to be thankful. Welcome to Exploring History with Ray Notgrass, a production of Notgrass History. In these days before Thanksgiving, you've probably heard a lot about the historic origins of the American Thanksgiving observance. It's a story our country can be proud of and a tradition we should honor and support. Today, I'd like to share some stories that remind us not just to give thanks on Thanksgiving Day, but to be thankful always. The Apostle Paul had a lot to say about being grateful. He told the Christians in Thessalonica, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. To the Christians in Philippi, he said, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. In his letter to the Colossians, Paul wrote, As you have received Christ Jesus as Lord, so walk in Him, having been firmly rooted and now being built up in Him and established in your faith just as you were instructed and overflowing with gratitude. And whatever you do in word or deed, Do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through Him to God the Father. I'd like to share three stories about the city where we lived for 10 years, Cookville, Tennessee, and where we still go for many activities. In March of 2020, just before the COVID pandemic shut things down, a devastating tornado tore through part of Cookville in the early morning hours of March 3rd. Nineteen people lost their lives in that tragic event. A day or two after the tornado hit, the city called for 300 volunteers to meet at a certain place to help with cleanup. About 3,000 people showed up. That's the kind of community Cookville is. Here's another demonstration of that community spirit. On a Saturday last September, Big Tony's Pizza, a small business in Cookville, got a call ordering 80 large pizzas, 20 strombolis, and 20 orders of cheesy bread. The caller said it was for a local church that was needing to feed 140 people. The owner, Tony Nigro, pulled out all the stops. He and his employees worked on the order for two hours. They turned down some of their regular orders and some of their delivery business to make sure this big order was completed. They even ran out of dough. As Tony sat waiting for the caller to come pick up the order, nothing happened. He drove to the church, and no one there knew anything about the large order. It was a scam. The phone call was fake. Tony was heartbroken. He said he was tempted just to throw the food away, but he decided to put it to good use. He and his staff took the food to the sheriff's office, the police department, the fire department, and the hospital. I was just happy it was used and not thrown away, Tony said. Tony's daughter posted what had happened on social media to warn people not to fall for the scam themselves 
and to let people know how hard it had been for their small family business. The word spread. On Sunday, Big Tony's was covered up and sold out every piece of dough they had. The next day was Labor Day, but on Tuesday, they were covered up again. Many people who had never eaten at Big Tony's or even heard of the restaurant placed orders or just made donations to make up for the lost revenue. Tony said, I am so humbled by the outpouring of support. What started out really negative worked out. I'll say it did. Here's a third story. Our son-in-law was driving his truck in Cookville on a recent Friday evening when the truck became disabled and was stuck on the side of the road. A driver for a tow truck company came by in his own vehicle, headed for supper at Cracker Barrel, when he saw the disabled truck. He stopped and asked if he could help. He then went to his place of business, got his tow truck, and took the disabled vehicle to the auto service garage. Sure, the tow truck driver got paid for his work, but he didn't have to stop. He could have passed by, kept his personal appointment, and let other people take care of the problem. But he did stop and help, and that's the kind of people we can be thankful for. Sometimes it takes a while for someone to be able to express his or her thanks. In January of 1993, Suzanne Stone, then 41 years old, was driving home late on an icy street in a Chicago suburb. She skidded on black ice, slammed into a building, and didn't remember anything after that until she woke up in a hospital. A short time after the accident, a young man named Tony Namrod was driving home from work and saw the car smashed against the building. He stopped, went over to the car, and saw Suzanne bleeding heavily. Suzanne said, Son, don't leave me. Tony sprinted to a payphone and called 911. An ambulance came and took Suzanne to a hospital. Tony went on his way. Suzanne had a collapsed lung and facial injuries, but she recovered. Tony Namrod went into the Army for eight years, then began running a restaurant in another Chicago suburb. The local paper ran an article about him when the store opened. The reporter asked Tony to tell about something unusual he had done in his life, and Tony told the story of helping a woman in a car wreck. Tony framed the article and posted it behind the counter in his restaurant. Tom Mahoney was the commander of the local American Legion post. He had worked with Suzanne's husband and knew Suzanne. He also knew Tony because he ate at his restaurant. One day, he read the article behind the counter and put the pieces of the story together. Just this past October, almost 30 years after the accident, Tom and his wife brought Suzanne into Tony's restaurant. Tom said, Tony, Suzanne, Suzanne, Tony. I don't know how to thank you, Suzanne said when she gave Tony a big hug. My whole family thanks you. Suzanne gave Tony a gift card and said she wished it could be for $1,000. Tony replied, I didn't do it for anything. Thank you is enough. That's all I need. Even 29 years later, it's never too late to say thank you. When you watch the television news or read the news in the newspaper or on the Internet, by far most of the stories are negative and contain bad news. I don't think this really reflects what goes on in our world day by day. I want you to imagine what a good news newscast might sound like.
It might go something like this. Good evening. Here is tonight's news. This morning, millions of people read their Bibles and prayed to God. They prayed at meals and let their faith influence how they live. Today, millions of Americans went to work and did what was expected of them. They were not lazy. They did not steal from their employers. Their CEOs and CFOs reported accurate earnings statements. Today, thousands of elected officials were honest in their dealings and tried to keep their campaign promises. Thousands of people got fair trials and received just sentences or were properly set free. People all over our country said thank you when they were shown kindness. They treated other people with courtesy. They went the extra mile to help other people, some of whom they didn't even know. Your fellow citizens gave millions of dollars to causes they believe in. They rose to the occasion to help wreck victims, storm victims, and people with medical needs. Today, tens of thousands of law enforcement officers, firemen, emergency medical technicians, rescue squad members, and other first responders served others who were in great need, sometimes at the risk of their own lives. Hundreds of thousands of people got quality health care. They received the correct medicine and were helped by the treatment they received. Hundreds of thousands of family caregivers attended to the needs of loved ones with Alzheimer's or other forms of dementia or who are dealing with the ravages of cancer or other infirmities. Millions and millions of people did not care what any TV talk show or gossip show had on. Millions of people passed by the tabloids at checkout stands and didn't believe the front-page headlines. Billions of people in the world live today without the threat of war in their town or country. Today, millions of husbands and wives were faithful to each other. Tonight, untold numbers of parents will spend time with their children, read their children a story, and kiss them goodnight. This Sunday, about 40% of the American population, over 100 million people, will attend church services. They will sing and pray and thoughtfully consider the messages they hear. This week, tens of millions of Americans accepted responsibility for what they did. They overcame hardship and disappointment without blaming others and without casting themselves in the role of victims. And that's the way it really is. Thank you and good night. Of course, citing all of these facts does not mean that all is well. Individuals have problems, burdens, and failures. Groups, churches, and societies have problems and failures. These need to be addressed. It is dysfunctional to act as though no one has any problems. It is also dysfunctional to act as though we have nothing but problems. We must approach life with a healthy, compassionate, and balanced view of reality. Helen Keller lost her sight and hearing when she was 19 months old as the result of illness. Because she lost her hearing, she was also unable to speak. But she came to have the services of a remarkable and determined teacher, Anne Sullivan, who taught Helen how to communicate with the world around her. Helen was able to attend college and became a well-known speaker and writer. Later in her life, Helen Keller said, So much has been given to me, I have no time to ponder over that which has been denied. That is truly a heart of gratitude. For what are you thankful today? 
I hope at this Thanksgiving season you are able to celebrate with your family and friends. Perhaps you can help someone in need. Remember to give thanks on Thanksgiving Day, but above all, be thankful. I'm Ray Notgrass, and I want to express my personal thanks for the reception you have given this Exploring History podcast over the past year. It has been more than we could have ever asked or imagined. Have a happy Thanksgiving. This has been Exploring History with Ray Notgrass, a production of Notgrass History. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast in your favorite podcast app, and please leave a rating and review so that we can reach more people with our episodes. If you want to learn about new homeschool resources and opportunities from Notgrass History, you can sign up for our email newsletter at exploringhistorypodcast.com. This program was produced by me, Titus Anderson. Thanks for listening.